All right, good evening. This is Quintus Curtius, and this podcast is going to be about increased temptations and increased opportunities. Increased temptations, increased opportunities. And what do I mean by that? Well, this uh, the idea for this podcast came with just from listening to a lot of questions that I've been asked over the years that people will say things like, is it better now or was it better, say, 30, 40 years ago before the Internet? Are things better now or were they better back then? You know, a lot of young guys get kind of upset, dismayed, angered by the nonsense and the foolishness and the absurdities that they see around them. And they wonder why or they wonder if things were better back in the quote-unquote old days. And I guess because I'm, you know, 53 now, I guess I guess I qualify as a, I guess, a, a witness to the older era, I suppose. So I thought this would be a good subject for a podcast, you know, because this is sort of the perennial dispute, isn't it? You know, is there, are things better now uh, or were they better back then, back in the heyday of whatever, you know? So that's the question that everybody wants to know. Everybody always wants to know, were things, were things better back in the old days or are they better now? So, you know, you, this is the type of question that you often think of yourself. You know, you often ponder this thing. And I guess the, the best answer that I've come out with, or the best response that I've really come, come out to this, as you can expect, is it's a mixed bag. I guess uh, there are there are nuances to this, and let's just talk about what I mean by that. Well, back in the old days, let's say the '80s or the '90s, '70s, '80s, '90s, there were human nature was just the same as it is now, but there were less opportunities, less easily available opportunities to gratify one's temptations or impulses on a spur of the moment. You know, people have always had the same desires, but in the old days, let's say, you know, you had to, you know, if you were some guy in high school or whatever, you know, you would have to go go to a store to, to or have somebody buy you a porno mag or whatever to, to look if you were curious about that, which of course all young people, you know, young guys are curious about, you know, their sexual awakening and things like that. Uh, but now, of course, you know, you've just there's like an un, unlimited torrent of pornography on online or on the Internet or, or, or available. So what seemed like a novel or racy experience in the 80s is now basically not much of an experience at all. And the same thing with other types of impulses or temptations with not just with negative things but with positive things as well just learning you know in the old days you would have to go to a library and check out a book and and actually sit down and read it and then discuss it there was no internet there was no opportunities or platforms for for sharing or or dissemination of knowledge so you know that that's really one of the the major features now of the modern era compared to the era of the 70s 80s 90s or early 90s anyway it's that the the volume and the the quantity of 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 uh, of information and um the ability to to gratify one's baser desires is just now exponentially greater than it was 
back in the old days. It's almost like standing in front of a fire hose. In fact, I would say it's exactly like standing in front of a fire hose that's been calibrated to full blast. So you can say that, well, water is coming out of the fire hose, so one can easily gratify one's thirst. But the reality is when the, when the volume of, of water is coming out at such a velocity, when the speed of the water ejected from the nozzle is, of, is, is, is coming at you with such force, it's very difficult to drink from it. One can only drink from a fire hose with extreme difficulty because the volume and the force with which the water is ejected from the hose is uh, something that the average person just cannot deal with. So the paradox of this is really that the average person ends up being shy the average person ends up ends up shying away altogether from the from, from the fire hose so that they don't uh, they don't deal with it at all. So the, the the strange paradox of the internet era is that while we have this vast uh, exponential increase in the volume of available information it's coming at people with such force and such velocity that they often cannot make use of it. And, and, and that is not even, cons not even factoring into the equation the fact that much of the stuff that's available on the internet is junk or garbage. There's just so much more nonsense that's out there now than there was before. Uh, so because of that, it becomes very difficult for the average person to separate reality from fiction, truth from falsehood, the average person just is overwhelmed with just information or garbage or a mixture of garbage and information. So this is the big, this is the big difference. You know, this is the, there are increased apertures for learning. There are increased opportunities for learning than there were before, say back in the 80s. But those opportunities present themselves in a very problematic way. And I would really I really think that one of the distinguishing features of the modern era is that it takes much more training and much more guidance and much more uh, and much more uh, tutorial services now for a person to guide himself or herself through this 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 vast wasteland of garbage and knowledge that's out there. Because the average person is just so overwhelmed that they just will not be able to sift out the truth from the distractions. And that's really what I see often on the internet now. You've got the good stuff being absolutely drowned out by the nonsense that people have literally lost their ability, ability to distinguish the good from the bad. They almost don't even know the difference anymore. So I think this places a premium on the services of a knowledgeable instructor, someone who can shepherd the, the aspirant, the aspiring student through this vast wasteland of knowledge and garbage that is just, um, that is just out there. Because I just think without someone to help you distinguish truth from reality it's going to be very difficult i mean eventually the person if they're if they're inquisitive enough if they're aggressive enough if they're capable enough they will eventually figure things out but they're going to waste a lot of time in the interim 
So it helps to have a good teacher. And obviously, that's, that's always been true. That's always been true. But I just think it's especially more true now because there's just so much chaff. There's so much, there's so much uh, just, just uh, distractions, distractors out there that, that a person is going to be very, very hard-pressed to, to, um, to separate the good from the bad. So that, that really is the way I see it. That, that's the difference. You know, the people haven't changed since the 80s. Human nature is exactly the same. It's just that the, the, ability, the ability to gratify one's base desires now is just so much easier than it ever was. And that being the case, that can, that can very easily send men and women off into dead ends and detours and cul-de-sacs. And that, that's a fact that can steer them right off the cliff into oblivion because there's just so many more pitfalls. When you hold out these temptations to young minds, many of them can't resist. And it's not realistic to expect them to resist. They simply can't because the young mind is wired for different things than maybe a middle-aged mind is wired for. They have not yet developed the, the built-in controls, the cautionary devices, the um, reservations, the... the um, the doubtfulness, the in, the inquisitiveness that comes with age and the, with the knowledge that comes from getting beaten up by the world, those things are not yet in place. And so what can ha- very easily happen is these young people can get very quickly derailed by the distractors and by the nonsense and by the foolishness. And some of them can never recover. So this is not 100% true, but it, it, it is something that you observe. It is something something that you observe. So just the, this increased opportunities to exercise our baser desires is, is one of the more disturbing features of the modern era. However, having said that, it is not all bad. It is not all bad. In fact, on balance, if you are a person of self-discipline and rigorous mind, and if you are someone who can discipline yourself to sift out the wheat from the chaff, uh, things are very, very good now because you have opportunity with, with, with all those dangers that I talked about, there are now vastly more increased opportunities for gathering and reading and accessing knowledge than ever before. If you know how to use these resources out there, if you know how to make use of the internet in an intelligent way, if you know how to access books, and if you know which ones to read and which ones to avoid, if you know how to sift out the wheat from the chaff, you can really do things that in a previous era would have been very difficult, if not impossible, to do. You know, in the old days, you might have had to go to a reading room of a library for days or weeks on end in order to educate yourself. But now if you have access to the right um, resources, you can find uh, works uh, you know, all over the world. You can find information and you can access things that you would otherwise never have been able to access. So what I'm trying to say is All of these increased opportunities have heightened the dangers. Yes, that's true. All of these increased opportunities of the modern era, of the modern technological era, have heightened the pitfalls and the dangers. But 
Paradoxically, at the same time, they have also opened up realms of opportunities that never existed before. So we have this tension, we have this dichotomy between these two different things. Increased danger at the same time coupled with increased opportunity for knowledge. So it's almost like we're standing in front of this fire hose and if you can avoid its direct blast, if you can avoid being injured by the force of the water spewing out of the nozzle, then you will be able to survive in the modern world and adapt to it. But if you get dragged off into eddies and whirlpools of distractions, if you are unable to you know, siphon off your measure of water that can keep your body alive and keep yourself going, then you're going to have real problems. You're going to have real problems. So in this tension between these two different, these two different quantities, I think we can find an appropriate balance if we work at it hard enough. And I hope that will be the, the takeaway lesson of this podcast that, you, um, that you're listening to. So anyway, something to think about. I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night. <laughs>